to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 271, The Green Death. My name is John, and joining me every time I can't believe it's not steak is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Aloha, everyone. How's it going? It is. It's going. It's going. How it's are going. you? Yeah. yeah, I am good. I am good. We had some Life technical is... difficulties, and now uh, we're here. Yes. Yeah. Luckily, <laughs> we flipped switches and plugged plugs. Yes. And back online and all that good stuff. Yes. Yeah. Good heavens. Absolutely. End of January. Yeah, already, huh? We I guess I'm, already. And January felt long, didn't it? Uh, January is a very long month. Yeah. Very long month. It felt like twenty twenty. Oh I'm boy. Sorry. Remember how long? It's like, how's it only been like two weeks? Feels like it's been three months. Yeah. That's yeah, how January felt. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. But I am looking at my 2023 calendar here i've already flipped it over to february because i am that nerdy i plan that far ahead and oh. <gasps> just over two weeks yeah right it's a gallifrey one yeah not not that far off here i'm getting very excited yeah it should be uh it should be a good time i'm yeah. i am i'm also getting excited oh yes yes indeed <laughs> all right well i um Anything before we actually get into what's making us happy? Anything Anything else going on? Actually, no, I know there's something going on. I feel like you have a new episode of... Uh, of oh, uh, All Night with the Living Geeks. Yeah. Yes, that, that will drop Wednesday morning. There you go. Let's just, let's uh, just talk about that. Yeah, it, it was fun. Um, we are starting our third year, uh, which yeah. I'm very excited about. I'm calling it season three, even though we're not calling it like season all the time. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Um, we, we decided that we would spend the year unless something comes up and it's like, no, we absolutely have to cover this. Uh-huh. We're going to be looking for like old articles out of like, you know, um, UFO club newsletters from like the fifties and sixties and old magazines and stuff and trying to find, um, UFO and cryptid and weird stories that, maybe you've never heard before like everybody's like oh roswell this oh skinwalker ranch that you know yeah um and we're we're like you know what let's go let's like let's just do an entire year worth of like digging into archives and digging into old stuff um and we both picked a couple of really good ones um Mm. and i just saw seb today um uh we were down at my mom's because it's actually two years ago that my dad passed oh um and so we we weren't able to do it last year uh to get together and spend some time together so we were doing we did it this year and he was like yeah next month i found an absolute corker of a story and i was like oh boy okay well i'm calling it a corker um but yeah he's like i have never heard that Really, it's a bit of a Britishism. Oh, uh, yes, it is. Astonishing person or thing. Yeah. Okay, a corker. Yeah. All right. So, all right. yeah, so we, we he's already got one picked out for for March, and now I've got to get off my butt and find one too. So, yeah, it was it was good. It, it go go listen to it. If you're listening to this uh and it's just dropped that it will be out tomorrow. If you're catching up, it's already out. Go get it. There you go. 
go check it out, please. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, let's get into uh, what's making us happy this fortnight, shall we? Yes, indeed. Um, I'll I'll go. Okay. I'll go yeah, first. please, please. Uh, yes. Was that yesterday? What's today? Today is today is Monday. No, that was Saturday. Saturday, Lauren and I, <laughs> uh, and our friends Kyle and Lauren. Yes, two Laurens. Okay. Uh, we went to go see Mean Girls at Pantages. The uh, okay. The the musical. Um, and it was absolutely fantastic. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, we went out to we went out to dinner, had a good time, and then we went to the. Um, have you heard of the Scum and Villainy ca- uh, Cantina? I have. Yes. Yeah, we went. We went there. It's just down just down the street, so we moseyed awesome. on over there, hung out there for a little bit, and then called it a night. It was very cool. Um, right on. Trying to think of what else has been going on that's been. Uh, super cool but that made me happy that was a lot of fun we're going to three more shows so wow yeah i got a ticket package for lauren for her or not for her birthday for um christmas for christmas thank you nice very cool yeah so we're gonna go see a couple more shows and i will uh report back on those when we when we get there nice um yeah i think that's um oh we got some more rain that's making me a little happy it's kind of gloomy again so that's cool yeah I'm I'm already kind of keeping uh, tabs on the weather ah, down yes. there as yes. we get closer and closer to California One because honestly, my I mean I guess technically it's a cosplay but it's you know it's it's I, maybe more of a bound than than a full blown cosplay mm. it it it's better with shorts than with pants mm. if that makes any sense at all yes um and so I'm like okay. Like I can handle it being rainy, I can handle it being cool, but if it's going to be downright cold, I'm going to be like, okay, this is kind of miserable. Yeah. So we we shall see. In fact, um, one thing that's making me happy is that um, our good friend Terry, who is kind of uh, joining me in this uh, Castaway Doctor venture that I'm coming up with, uh, shared some of their outfit that they have been making and putting together. And it looks fantastic. Oh, great. Very cool. Very excited. Very, very excited for this. Love it. Um, The last thing I'm waiting on is the Bamboo Sonic. Oh. Which I keep getting told it'll be ready in time. It'll be ready in time. And I'm like, okay, well, I have a plan B. Plan A has noise and lights. Plan B does not. Right. There will be something. There will be something. Suffice it to say. It'll be cool. Excellent. 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 Thank you, David Banks. Um, what else? Is there anything else making me happy right now? Um, oh, you know, um, I this is happy from sad, uh, if this makes any sense at all. I'm, I'm, I'm having to go through a lot of old photos and stuff to work on kind of like a photo book for my dad's uh, celebration of life, which because of the pandemic, we still haven't done yet. Oh, Wow. Yeah, um, so we're we're starting to make plans to do it this July around what would have been his birthday, mm-hmm. um, and so I've got to um, go through a bunch of um, old photos and stuff, and so some of it is you know thirty five millimeter slides that have been scanned from like the you know the sixties, um, and some of it is is stuff you know much more recent comparatively, so like you know the past twenty twenty five years. Um, and it's, it is kind of sad to do, but there's some stuff in there that's just goofy and hilarious and has just made me smile, uh, as doing, you know, part of this process. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's, 
I think overall that that feels that feels like it's a it's a good process, even though it might be a little sad. It it is at times, uh, but it is good. Uh, oh, those are magnificent. Yeah, sorry, I kind of derailed nope. you. Well, uh, you're fine. You're totally fine. Uh, so uh, the thing I just sent Taylor um, <laughs> is. Uh, I, I guess I've, I don't know who this person is that I follow them, but they were like two weeks ahead of schedule for our galley badges with, uh, them picked up today as expected. No new ribbons this year due to apathy, but then they posted <laughs> these and I, I need them or yes. at least one of them anyway. Yeah. He, he does little drawings and makes buttons out of them. Um, and yes, it's the, special weapons dalek and that's just magnificent yes Yes, we will definitely need to find him yes um but but anyway sorry weird time to sidetrack but (laughs) well that's good i'm glad you're doing that i'm sure it's not easy but it's it's probably fun in the process yeah there's a catharsis to it definitely Yeah. yeah for sure wonderful all right well we have See, every time, now I'm like, we have show notes, and I'm like scanning up and down. I'm like, what did I miss? Because <laughs> I feel like there was something that I I came in here and clicked on and went, are you kidding? Oh, yeah, there it is. Well, let's get to the Who News and talk about a, a weird synchronicity. Dude, yes. I um, actually talk about the synchronicity in our episode of All Night with the Living Geeks. Is like, what's happened weird to me this month? Yeah, I have a what um, happened weird to me th- a, a couple of days ago, too, which is oh, a, nice. it was another synchronicity, but okay. I digress. Uh, so yeah, let's get to the show notes here. Yeah, so this, this first one, um, and if you want to see them, please, by all means, go to the show notes and check them out. Um, now, if you were paying attention toward the end of our last episode, we were talking about, eh, you know, maybe we'll do a different episode. And then we kind of just went, nah, it kind of makes sense. Let's finish out season 10. Let's do the Green Death next. And I kid you not, like a day or two later, I see, I think somebody, I think somebody tweeted it. I don't think I saw it on Facebook. I think somebody tweeted it. Is that um, a an article in a Welsh newspaper uh, popped up um sharing photos um unseen photos or at least unseen for quite some time uh surfaced from the filming of the green death which happened in wales and i'm like okay yeah like it'd be one thing if it was like you know six episodes from now and we're like oh hey look here's these photos from the green death that was great we did it a while ago but it pop up just in time for us to do this episode yeah very uh very strange yeah and and they're they're neat pictures like yeah they're, they're, they're you know, fun john pertwee just kind of kicking back and chilling with some people and um you know here's some photos uh, or uh, what's this one photo of you can see uh where the cameraman kind of has to sit in bessie in order to get some of these shots yes um uh yeah it, it's really neat to kind of go and see just like what what it was like behind the scenes yeah um you know 50 years ago basically yeah super weird super wild and they're like high quality pictures too they're they are pretty good they're not i mean i'm not joking i've been looking at pictures from 20 years ago shot with a digital camera and i'm like why are these so blurry (laughs) uh and and these are so clear by comparison it's hilarious um but yeah that was that was kind of a neat synchronicity we had with this episode yeah and not only that i'm gonna call this 
synchronistic as well. Um, but Big Finish, no, we haven't talked about Big Finish much lately. And yeah. they, they're still obviously doing tons and tons of stuff. Um, but they've actually just announced uh, the return of Joe Jones. Oh. Uh, Joe is going to reunite with the third doctor for new Big Finish adventures. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so again, the Green Death being Joe's departure story. Yeah. Uh, as she goes off to marry Professor Jones, spoilers, um, for a 50-year-old thing. Wait, what? Uh-huh. We'll get to that. <laughs> Podcast go. We'll get to that. Yes. There's there's our there's our tagline. Um, is now, yeah, coming coming back. Uh the oh shoot. They the the this box set drops next month. Oh wow, look at that. Holy shamole. Um that's fantastic. Yeah. So we've got um so we got three stories in this one or four? It looks like three. I guess technically six because they're each two part. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um uh, nice. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So I almost think that we just need to do like the the hat trick of John Pertwee Katie Manning news and jump down to the fact that um They've announced which season is getting the Blu-ray treatment next, and it will be season nine. Uh, one season off. One season. Well, they've already done season 10. <laughs> right, right, I think right. Season 10 has already uh, come out in the Blu-ray collection. Um, so the next one will be season nine. Um, and they've released a, a neat little trailer with that. And, of course, Katie Manning is in it. Bless her. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Oh, gosh. That's right. Season nine had the time monster. Yep. <laughs> and there is there is a whole there is a whole special called Making the Time Monster. Oh boy. Back on the season nine finale with Katie Manning, John Levine, and more. Love it. If there if there were no other special features on this box set, I would get it just for that. <laughs> um there's there's a profile of director Michael Bryant, who is the director for Green Death what yeah <laughs> that's crazy so much green death yeah um gosh uh convention footage hooray always always love convention footage yes um they've got uh movie length editions of day of the daleks and the sea devils really um they've got uh five new behind the sofa episodes featuring katie manning peter davison wendy padbury sarah sutton janet fielding sophie aldred and director michael bryant oh that's great that's fantastic that's fun. um audio archives hd photo galleries uh 5.1 dolby surround on the sea devils that looks cool love it wow that looks cool do we do we have a date do we have a date looking looking uh available obviously in the uk uh and uh pre-order Actually, it says even in the U.S. ahead of its release on March 20th. Wow, even in the U.S. It says, yeah, pre-order Doctor Who The Collection Season 9 from Amazon Zavi and Rare Waves in the U.K. and Amazon in the U.S. ahead of its release on March 20th. Wonderful. Could could this be Russell the Davies being like, come on, guys. We can't release it in the U.K. and then like eight months later release it in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, if if anything from the new era comes, it, that, just come on. What are we doing here? Yeah. 
Like what? What year is it? What year is it? That's from Jumanji. That oh okay, not um, the not the very end of the like Return of Twin Peaks. No, because I I haven't watched that. You're not missing anything. Oh, personal opinion. What about the original Twin Peaks? The original Twin Peaks is awesome. Oh, the new one's bad. I didn't I didn't like it. Oh, it right. didn't speak to me. It just I I. I think the original series left a lot of mystery and there was a lot of stuff that just, it just felt dark huh. and depressing. The Anyway, anyway, watch it if you want to. I'm sure, like, go talk to Ernesto. I'm sure he has a different opinion. A second opinion. Anyway, anyway, as we move <laughs> away from the Twin Peaks cast yes. and back to Doctor Who, guess what? In July, we have five more titles joining the target range. Oh, the Kerblam Man. Yeah, we're getting Kerblam by Pete McTighe, Planet of the Ood by Keith Temple, The Zygon Invasion by Peter Harness, Waters of Mars by Phil Ford, and relatively recently reviewed Warrior's Gate by Stephen Gallagher. Okay, okay, okay. They got covers? No covers. No, I don't think they've released covers yet, but 23rd of July. um, And not only that, but Target books is turning 50 this year oh wow yeah very cool yeah. They, do you know if they're doing any anything um other than these five titles not off the top of my head but maybe just maybe they'll have some target news at california one yeah maybe who knows we don't we don't not yet not yet <laughs> um, but we do we do have the um mid-january even though we're now in late january ah uh, yes update. Um, uh, and not, not a whole lot of like radically, uh, different news. Um, but if you want to go and check it out and you're going to be there, you can refresh yourself on convention policies. Yes. Um, if you're listening, um, well, I'm not going to bother mentioning it because coffee clutch signups have already ended. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You missed out on that. Sorry, uh, they are still looking. Yeah. They're still looking for charity auction. Uh, donations. Yeah. Um, the the masquerade of Mandragora. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's changing up a little bit. Yeah, it's changing up a little bit. Um, it is going to be um, Friday night, seven thirty. I am only keeping that time kind of open my head because I'm really interested in seeing the screening of Doctor Who. Am I right after that? Oh yes. <clears throat> so I'm kind of like, mm, I'm going to kind of want to be kind of in the neighborhood yeah so i can get in and get a seat for that um but uh uh gone are the days of everyone basically getting like their own special music pick and stuff like that it's it's an elaborate performances it's a bit more uh uh, of a fashion show um or it may be a cosplay show as it were i calling it a fashion show makes it seem i don't know not not quite entirely accurate but right um, that's kind of how they describe it. A fashion show style presentation. Uh, catwalk. I'm not sure if they're going to have a catwalk or it's just going to be the stage. I assume it's just going to be the stage. Probably. Um, but I kind of like this because, I mean, let's face it, the the masquerade would last like 15 hours. It, it, it certainly could <laughs> with kind of some of the stuff that uh, people would uh, create and and almost down to the point of, of, of uh, rehearse and script for it, which I love the creativity. Do not get me wrong. Right. Do not get me wrong. Um, but yeah, I think this 
let's at least, let's at least see what this more streamlined approach brings. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, and in fact, I think yes, I I should have updated the link because not only it's not convention schedule coming soon. Convention schedule is out and we should note we should note that we actually know when the podcasters meetup is happening. Oh, we do. We do, and we should tell people about it, because I'm pretty sure that is Saturday the 18th mm-hmm. at noon, if I am not mistaken. I've forgotten already. Well, Let's I don't bring know up my schedule. Let's bring up mine and see if I get there first. There we go. Noon, oh, I was on Friday. Noon in Program E on Saturday. Podcasters meet up right after friend of the show, Lena Barkin's Blake 7 fan meetup. Oh, e. so we don't have the ribbon exchange right before us. Oh, it's on the patio. Yes. At one. That's fine. Yeah, that is fine. Um, so yeah, if, if you are another podcaster, if you just want to meet podcasters, maybe you're thinking of starting one. Maybe you just want to go, what do these guys actually look like? Did people add me as friends on this? I think so. Whoa. It can. They did. That's wild. Yeah. People just I'm logged out. I logged out at the moment. I need to log back in. Wow. I have friends on here, guys. <laughs> wild. Wild stuff. Yeah. So I've already been putting together a lot of like, ooh, I want to go to this, I want to go to this, I want to go to this, I want to go to this. I'll probably only go to half of it. But that's Yeah, okay. I mean my schedule is I you know, uh, how do I just I'm so old now. I'm just like, how do I do this? I just want to see what I've what I've selected. I don't want to see everything else. Oh, man, and I just closed my window. I it's fine. And okay, it's, okay. I'll walk you through it tomorrow. Whatever. Um, and I'm older than you, so show you. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, excited about it. Yeah, I got all, everything all... I, I'm already just, like, overwhelmed with all the stuff I want to do, but I'm excited to do three of these and take a nap. <laughs> hey, naps are important. They are, especially during... Nothing wrong with that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, how many times are we going to end up at the pizza place down the street? Oh. And more importantly, what day was it closed last year? Uh, I don't I feel like there was one day know. where we went and it was closed. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, that was, anyway. oh, that was Folks, a you're disaster. not here to listen to that. Yeah. No, you're, you're not. not here to listen to that. No. You're here to listen to us talk about some casting news for series 14 that also gives us when we're going to see Shooty's first adventure. Yes. So, um, a lot of, obviously there's been a lot of photographs and a lot of video from filming lately um i i I appreciate that uh you know like production accepts it's like look we we can't hide everything yeah we're not going to hide everything yeah um and that's fine because honestly that's getting me more excited for the new series oh yeah um but uh in terms of casting announcements they've announced that anita dobson and michelle greenridge uh, will be starring in the next series of doctor who um, and it says here, Doctor Who returns November 2023, as we're aware, with three specials to coincide with the 60th anniversary. Yes. The 15th Doctor, played by Shudikawa, will then take control of the TARDIS with his first episode airing over the festive period 2023. So we're between November and December, we're going to yes. have three new episodes with David Tennant. Yes. And then we are going to have... A fourth episode, which will be uh, probably sh- Christmas. Yes, sh- Shooty as the fifteenth. Uh, boy, oh boy! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> RTD is like you want your Doctor Who. Here you go. 
Well, and speaking of which, I don't have it in the show notes, but I did see something recently where he's talking spinoffs. Yeah, you know what? Um, I was <laughs> I was listening in on the um, the Idiot's Lantern uh, meeting that was going in uh, in the other room, oh. and yeah, oh. they also heard about the spinoffs that uh, that might be happening. Yeah. So yeah, uh, interesting indeed. Yeah, stuff stuff will be coming down the pike, and and I I'd like to think that if they kind of like schedule this stuff just right, it's like okay, you, we've just gotten through a season of Doctor Who, now here's a spinoff for X number of weeks, you know, now maybe here's a short break, and maybe here's a different spinoff, and we kind of have this almost like rotating. Mm. Like that would be great because then you've got content going almost all year long. That'd be fun. What would you want to see a spinoff of? Oh, Lord help me. Um, oh my gosh. I think I, unit I mean, if it's done right would be nice. Yeah, I I I I, th- I think a unit spinoff if it's done right could be really really cool. Um, I mean, shoot, how many how many things have we talked about? You Eighth know, Doctor. Um, I would love to see the eighth doctor kind of get some episodes. Yes. I would. I mean, like we, we've talked about stuff like, like, you know, a shoulder and, uh, Clara, Oh my God. you know, <laughs> doing all this stuff in that moment before Clara has got to return. Like, yeah, sure. Let's do that. You know, the adventures of, of Bill and Heather through space or whatever. Bill and Heather's excellent adventure. Yes, I think I think it would, like maybe if uh, I, I would be interested to see Torchwood again, but I don't know how they would do that. I I'm I'm open to the idea. Yeah, definitely. Um, but again, yeah, I think you're right. I'd like to see kind of like how they'd approach it. I mean, I don't even um, think we've really met. Torchwood hasn't even been mentioned. I feel like Unit is more of a uh, that would be more of a thing that would happen. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, give me give me a celestial intervention agency. Yes. Spin off. You know? Yes. Uh give me something like that. Give me you know, go like um oh god, what did what did um I feel like Star Wars did a series where they had like different um different Japanese based animators do like these little vignettes. Right. Give me a Tales from the Matrix. Oh, kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. Give me give me different stories from Gallifrey and history. Um, you know, j- just plucked out of the Matrix databank. Okay. I'm I'm spitting. That could be interesting. You know, like I think some ideas are are really safe and solid, like a unit idea. I mean, it's like okay, once we kind of get that stuff established, okay, let's 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 do something weird. Let's do something a little more out there. I mean. Fugitive Doctor? Oh, please. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean there's a, yes. yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things that we could we could do. Absolutely. I don't know how I feel about like they're like we're going to give the monsters their own spin-off. I'm like, no. <sighs> you know, if if you <laughs> No thanks. I think, I think I said it at the time. The only way that that because it's like, oh, what do these monsters get up to when the doctor's not around? It's like, okay, so it's the office but populated with Doctor Who monsters, right? I think the literally the I, only that I would watch the only uh, the only thing I would want <laughs> is if we got like a real deep Weeping Angels like origin story. Sure, like a I'll six parter. That. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How did we get there? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, sounds good. I'm excited. Did we even get to the casting news? Did we even yes. talk about the people that were that were showing up? I did. Oh, you did. I think I I, I'm just, I've just I've gone to a different place where all of Doctor Who is on numerous uh, different shows, and I'm just like, how would that look? You have transcended. I've, tra- <laughs> I've transcended. Um, but I've been brought back down to earth because I remembered we were t- reviewing the Green Death. Hey, there we go. We got there. <laughs> Starring John Pertwee as the Doctor, Katie Manning as Joe Grant, John Levine as Sergeant Benton. Always good to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Franklin as Mike Yates, and Nicholas Courtney as the MFN, the man of the hour, <laughs> the Brig. Heck yeah. That was written by Robert Sloman and directed by Michael Bryant. It first aired May 19th through June 23rd, 1973. Is the fifth and final story of season ten, and we have uh, we have a slew of story notes brought to us Me by too. the fine folks over at the TARDIS Data Core. Yes, indeed. Uh, so the story came about through Barry Letts and Terrence Dix's concern about the environment. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they were worried about it fifty years ago. Yeah, and oh boy, sorry, Barry. Whoops. Sorry, Terrence. Uh, Our bad, Particular, yeah, right, had been roused by an article entitled A Blueprint for Survival, published by Edward Goldsmith in The Ecologist. Oh. Yeah, so if you really want to do some deep dive on some Who history, go find that article and read it. Yeah. Um, this is the last story to use the Pertwee logo until the 1996 movie. Hmm. Uh, it was used from then as the default logo for Doctor Who until the program's return to TV in 2005. Oh, okay. So it might actually make it one of the longest running yeah logos too yeah come to think about it interesting uh yeah it's interesting indeed uh this is the last story as well to have its individual segments titled as episode one two three whatever after this story they were titled as part one two three whatever with the sole exception of destiny of the daleks oh don't know why why. all right um, so obviously we mentioned it before. This is Katie Manning's final story. However, she reprised her role 37 years later in the Sarah Jane adventure story, death of the doctor. Uh, oh. in that episode, she actually shows disappointment. That the doctor's now traveling with a married couple, Amy and Rory in the TARDIS oh. saying that she only left the doctor because she got married, suggesting that she would have continued to travel with the doctor. If he had allowed her to bring professor Jones. Oh, we'll get into uh, that. Yeah, we will get into that. Uh, interestingly enough, Stuart Bevan, who played Cliff Jones, uh, was Katie Manning's real-life boyfriend at the time of shooting. Oh. Yeah, Michael Bryant was reluctant to invite Bevan to audition, fearing the onset ramifications, especially considering how upset John Pertwee had become when he learned that Manning was leaving. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, however, Bevan ultimately proved to be the only suitable choice for the role. Yeah, he also looked like he could have possibly fronted Iron Maiden. <laughs> I yeah, I could I could kind of see that. Sorry, Bruce. No, it's all good. Um, the function and lines of the character of Elgin is taken up by the character James as as played by a non-whispering Roy Skelton <laughs> in episode five. Also, not invisible. Yes, Roy Skelton. Just to point that out. 
Uh, Tony Adams, who played Elgin, was taken ill with periantitis during production and had to be taken to hospital. Oh, wow. Uh, the scene had to be hastily rewritten so as to not involve the character at all. Yeah, um, I'm sure I'm, I'm, this probably wasn't, uh, wasn't in. There looked like we did a lot of reshoots. I don't know if you noticed that. There, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's just it's interesting because this story I feel like has has our A characters, but then there's also B characters and C characters. There are a lot of people in yeah. this story. Yeah. So yeah, I don't honestly like in part five. I don't even remember anybody named James because there's just so much. Yeah, there's a lot. Anyway. Yeah, John Levine ad-libbed Benton's reference to two unit soldiers as Dicks and Betts in honor of the production team. <laughs> Terrence Dix and Barry Letts. Yes. <clears throat> Love it. Yep. Uh, for the scene in which the Doctor and Benton are attacked by the giant fly. Oh, boy. Oh, the giant <laughs> fly. Oh, man. A choice. Michael Bryant took... Oh, yeah. A, a choice... That we will talk about yes. at length, yes. I'm sure. Michael Bryant took inspiration from an idea Hugh David came up with for the opening scene of Fury from the Deep. Oh. On which Bryant served actually as a production assistant. Huh. Yep. And wanted to have the fly suspended from a helicopter. Oh, boy. I don't know if that would have made it better. But anyway. No. But adverse weather conditions on the day of filming, because whales... Yes. Meant that only one or two successful shots were obtained, and so Bryant had to use CSO for the majority of the scene. Yeah, we're we'll get there. <laughs> we will, because there CSO was used in some places where I'm like, why are you bothering to use CSO here? This doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's what uh, do I know? Yes, what what do we know? I don't what know. Do? We're just podcasters. We'll we'll never know what exactly we know. Mm-hmm. Um all right, Taylor, you got a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. Oh, yeah. Here we go. The Doctor and Joe return to Earth just in time for a big old Greenpeace protest at a petrochemical company in Wales. Joe insists on going while the Doctor wants to swan off to Metabilis 3, something about finding shiny stones, whatever. Anyway, things are rotten in Wales as these crazy maggots are turning miners green and killing them. Behind it all is an equally crazy computer called Boss but acts more like an early version of chat GPT. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry. Had to be topical there. Can the doctor beat the big boss, squish the maggot infestation, and most importantly, survive Joe's choice to depart. Uh, we can only find out if we don't succumb to the green death. Oh, the green death. Taylor, give me your overall thoughts on the green death. Um, it's something I would not like to contract. Ah, yes. Oh, absolutely. you mean the story? Yes, that is. What gotcha, yes. gotcha, gotcha. Um, honestly, I feel like there is a lot going on in the story. Like, yeah, you know, um, Stevens and you know the the oh my god, what is it? Global petrochemicals, whatever. Yeah, global. It's. Global. I thought it was just global chemicals, but no, maybe it, it is just global chemicals. Yeah. Um. And great then, logo for them. But. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we've got the computer and then we've got the miners and then we've got the protesting and then we've got the environmental message and then we've got Joe wanting to leave. And then we've got, you know, the brigadier in unit. And then it's just like there. Yeah. There are a lot of elements. There's so many things in play and that's not even including the doctor running off to Metabilis three and having quite the adventure that we don't see a whole lot of. <laughs> okay. Um, right? Yep. 
right? Yeah. Um, some of the directorial choices in that are pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, I really rather liked it. It was good fun. It's a little silly in places. Um, there's a clear maturation of Joe's character. Yes. Um, we've got unit. We've got a crazy computer. We've got the doctor in some fantastic flipping disguises. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Some oh my absolutely fantastic disguises. And we will talk about that. So on the whole, like it's good stuff. This, this, this was, I would call it a fun romp with a clear ethical message attached to it. Yes. Um, there I, you go. Yeah. Overall, I thought, um, I thought this was fine. And I mean, I feel like every classic story, yes, we had a lot going on, but it could have been shorter somehow. Um, <laughs> They packed I packed mean, a lot into this, though. They did. I don't really feel like the pacing was bad. No. At any point, but there was so much going on that I think to to streamline the story, you would have had to cut certain parts. Yeah, and I'm just Absolutely. like, I'm trying to think of like what, what exactly would you cut? Oh, and God. I, like, I, while I say it, I'm like, I don't know. There's nothing you could really, I feel like it all plays pretty well. Like we have, yeah. we have to do this to get to that. Um, so a little bit. Yeah. I mean, overall I thought it was fun. I thought the ending was uh pretty heartbreaking. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's just oh a very gosh. somber ending. It was this kind of like driving off into the sunset. Yeah. Kind yeah. of shot. It's just like, and oh. we fade in the theme. Yes. Yeah. We don't, yeah. It, we're not blasting it. We fade in the theme to ending credits, which is yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, it's funny because what's after this? Uh, is it the time? The Time Warriors after this? Uh, yes. And I just like I kind of like want to go back because I don't recall. Oh, Sarah Jane comes in as a she's po- not posing as a reporter. She's posing. No. Or something. Okay, got it. Okay, I'm there. Yeah. All right, because yeah. I couldn't remember how we get from from Joe to to this. Um, mm-hmm. So. I want to. You mentioned it, and I think it's probably one of my favorite bits uh, in Doctor Who. We got to talk about Menopolis Three. Yeah, boy, do we ever! Because this is like a season-long talking about about Metabolus Three. Yes, I think it's first mentioned in Carnival of Monsters, and he's just like Joe. We ha- have to go to Metabolus Three. It's beautiful. He like always describes how great it is. Yep. And then, like in the in the story before this, which is Planet of the Daleks, uh, you can kind of tell Joe's like, "I'm ready to go back to Earth and just chill." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's he's like, "Well, you know, I just got use of the TARDIS. I kind of want to go to Metabilis Three, you know, the place that's so great." And he kind of want he wants Joe to go with him, but Joe, Joe's obviously distracted by the newspaper article. She's like, "I gotta go," yes. and yeah. he's like, "Well, fine, I'm going." And I, I love that it is the worst planet of all time. It <laughs> absolutely and is. It actually jump scared me. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really expect it to, but when he first steps out and he's like, you know, this seems fine. And then um, this uh, tentacle just wraps around him and it has this yes. weird, crazy, like, uh, audio effect of like a monster or something and i was like oh geez yeah what the heck is going on um it's hilarious and it's basically just we cut we're intercutting the first episode of 
I think does Joe fall down the no she's kind of no not yet she 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 and the brig are on their way out to wales out to uh where this protest is and strangely enough in civilian clothes and a very civilian car yes where like the brig is in like a driving coat and a cap and in a fancy little convertible mercedes benz (laughs) yeah not his uniform in a Land Rover. And I was like, oh, um, somebody gets paid. Okay. Yes, <laughs> clearly. Someone makes and nice I money. Never really pegged him for, you know, a little, uh, a little sports car like that. Well, but. I mean, if you recall, I think it was in, um, oh, is it, it's not the, is it the five doctors? Does he show up in the five doctors? Where, I believe he does. Where he's like, oh, I better go out into my yard. And it's, he's like in a mansion. Oh, that's true. Yes, he does have a pretty big estate, and then we also kind of see it again in Battlefield. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, Briggs getting paid really well, or I mean, he's, the other he's thing, got good, he's, he's got, got a good, good side pay. hustle, which I don't, I just, <laughs> I don't even really want to think about because he's, he's the Brig. He's, uh, oh God, he's selling, um, he's selling those alien drugs from the aliens that literally turned into drugs. Ah, yes. Probably. So <laughs> it's just like inner splicing of um, Metabolus 3, just nonsense. There's like a giant bird that uh, tries to attack him, like these giant Oh feet. my God, these giant legs <laughs> just coming down through. There's one point, I think, where the doctor like runs into the TARDIS <laughs> and then it's got to just be like stage hands off stage, chucking things at the TARDIS at the TARDIS. Like here's, here, here's a spear. Here's a rock. Here's, you know, yeah, it's like not bonkers stuff. And it's so crazy. His jacket's all torn up. Yeah. And we, I think at one point it, we get to, uh, we, you know, we're splicing in and out here. We're cutting back and forth and the brig is trying to call the doctor at unit. And he's like, oh, we'll just keep ringing yes. him until yes. <laughs> until he gets back and the TARDIS uh, materializes and the phone is ringing and the doctor comes out and he's like, I think bloody a little bit and is like just he's disheveled. He's roughed up for sure. He's very yeah. roughed up. And he picks up the phone. He goes, hello? And waits a beat and he goes, I'll speak to anyone. <laughs> yes. Uh, I just absolutely love that. I thought that was so, so good so funny just and, like and I th- a great it, gag yeah oh it's it's a fantastic gag and and honestly if if i'm not mistaken this uh this giant sapphire oh that yes taken, that he's taken from metabolus 3 i believe it actually factors into his final episode it does the end of the next season okay. it does which is that's what i thought honestly is even funnier uh, absolutely <laughs> because that's literally such a doctor thing yeah that's such a doctor thing and we got we have to watch that because i uh realized we we never watched that apparently yeah yeah we we will get to it I we'll promise. get to it yeah we will um <laughs> i am just looking at the tardis data core page and it says natives eight legs which is a spoiler for um oh uh, Planet yes. of the spiders mm-hmm. uh humans and sheep those are the uh Anyway, uh, Metabolus 3, I loved it. I thought that was really funny. Just a great yeah. way to be like, well, I'm going to go do this, Joe, and I guess you can go save Earth or something. And right. it just being an absolute disaster. Exactly. 
Exactly. I think we need more Metabulus 3 ribbons. For... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I went to Metabulus 3 and all that cat was this lousy. Yeah. Sapphire. I wanted to start using the uh, the phrase, well, this this turned out to be a real Metabulus 3, didn't it? Yes. To describe I, something I that you thought was great, and then it actually turned out to be very bad. Kind of garbage. Yeah. Yep. There you go. We started here. Started from the bottom and we're still here. Um, <laughs> goodness. So, uh, I mean, let's talk about, I think, like, the the biggest, uh, the, you know what? Actually, no. Let's, let's, let's save, let's save Joe, Joe departing for when we are departing. Okay. That makes more sense, right? Um, sure. So, we are, we got a lot of characters here, and I'm just trying to think of... So uh, okay, here's a question I have for you: the the boss computer and uh, global chemicals. They were right. were they unaware that their whatever they were doing was causing um, giant uh, um, maggots. Maggots. Oh god, that's so disgusting. <laughs> they did a great job with those. They did, honestly, they really did, and their angry little mouths. Yes. Ugh. Um, I'm, I'm honestly not a hundred percent certain it because it never, yeah, it never really seemed yeah. like they knew, but they, like, I couldn't gather if they were just like, this is a problem that has arise from what we did, or this was what we wanted to do all along, you know? I, yeah, because we, we basically learn from the boss computer and it's rather sassy, Yes. Yeah. The, um, yeah again, more plus the fact that it loves to sing to itself. Yeah, that I uh, didn't. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> um, it it seems to me now. Keep in mind, I watched this three episodes last Thursday, three episodes Friday, knowing that I was going to be busy today and wouldn't have time to watch a couple of episodes. So I'm stretching my mind back just a little bit here. Um, but I recall. <clears throat> the boss computer being rather full of itself and being like, Oh, well, it's perfect. I don't make mistakes. I have this plan, um, you know, to, you know, effectively take over the world. And I need to do, I'm doing that. I've merged myself with Stevens. Basically I control him. You know, he's like my human avatar. Yeah. Uh, doing, doing my will and putting my, you know, beats by Dre headphones on people. <laughs> um, those are really sick headphones. By They're the great. Yeah. I love them. I love them. I wish my headphones looked like that. Um, and so, yeah, trying to achieve. No, I think, I think it's, I think it was an unforeseen byproduct because I think that's also kind of where the environmental message comes in. We're, we're messing with the planet. It's causing crazy things like this to occur. We're just using maggots and giant flies yeah. as our examples. Um, but I also fully admit I could be totally wrong and have missed something because I don't think the maggots and flies was the plan from the start. Yeah, it did, it kind of seemed like the plan from the start was uh, um, get the boss computer linked up to other stuff, and it just happened to be. Um... Yeah, I feel like there was there there was talk at one point of like satellite locations. Yeah, like, like this is Doctor Who's Skynet. Oh no, not um, Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> but but clearly with a bit more personality 
Yes, absolutely. They would have sung to us while they murdered us. Um, oh my heavens! Yeah. So we'll we'll get to the boss computer a little bit more, but um, I, I didn't. You know, I usually know like one or two things going into a story. I I mean, I, the only thing I knew about this was Green Death, Joe's last story. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah. Well, I knew that people's faces turned green, obviously from the Green Death. Um, presumably you knew the unit was in it well yes absolutely yes as well so you know i knew some base things but man the minute i saw those maggots i went all right (laughs) i don't need this i don't need these gross little things in my life but they were i thought they were pretty well done i again I, i this is the second story in a row where i've been like how did they do that i mean what how where did they get these teeth for these gross little maggot things? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for, for more of the close-ups, I think, I mean, I, honestly, I think they were basically puppets. Yeah. Um, and and so you could kind of like, you know, kind of like make the mouths. Yeah. You know, um, and granted for maggots, man, they really could move fast when they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, they either didn't move fast or they were like, um, I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. Um, but I will, I will say that, um, an encounter with the maggots led to one of the more unusual cliffhangers I think I've ever seen. Oh, the, where Joe's reading a book. Yes. And it's literally like, (laughs) you know, you're, you're from the maggots point of view and here's just the camera creeping up on Joe's back and cliffhanger. It's like, I'm, should I be worried about these shoulder blades or (laughs) what's going on? It's like, it's like, we're just creeping on Joe. Yeah. And it turns into a cliffhanger. I get it. It's supposed to be the maggot, but just that camera angle, and that's it. I don't know. It's a weird one. Yeah. Yes. Um, but but yeah. I mean, I think there's a, a couple of shots where it's you're supposed to be, be like kind of like looking into this quarry area, and I don't know. I don't know if they like just shot like actual maggots on dirt. Oh, and it was like, yeah. Here, you know, the, using a close up it, but treating it as a long, yes, a long shot. But there's ones that you know, they're you, they're just maggots. They don't look very threatening at a distance. You know, they're like tumbling down the hill. <laughs> yeah, just falling over. Yeah, and it's like, oh, oh, uh, uh, okay. But these maggots, uh, they're bulletproof, <laughs> Holy which mother. was just like. All right. Like there was at one point I'm like, just kick them. Like, what are we doing here? Yes. Just yeah. kick them. Yeah. Just go, go find, find the seams and kick them into the uprights. Come on. You, yeah. You Football. really, these, these were just yeah. rugby balls with teeth. Yeah. I mean, just, you know where their mouth is, avoid it and just punt kick them. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would really have solved the issue they were having, but boy, they tried, you, you know, probably... <laughs> You know, what I thought it was. I was like, "Man, these are these unit soldiers? Are they stormtroopers? They're awful shots." But no, I was meant to believe that. Uh, you know, they they weren't missing. It was just that these maggots are bulletproof. I, you know, I won't lie. I have to admit, I knew the 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 brig meant business when he actually called for twice as many rounds rapid as he normally does. Yes, my ten rounds rapid. Yeah, that's so much more than usual. <laughs> exactly and it didn't work and what's funny is like right like you know right as the guy goes up and he and he fires i swear i counted only nine and i was like no oh no wait that can't be right 
like did he actually just i ran the scene back and played it again and is like oh no no no, that was that was 10 yeah i don't know why i had to double check but hey, just we would have been hilarious continuity. 10 rounds rapid here's nine sir i only have nine sir sorry yeah. um i mean we we talked about that cliffhanger but can we can we tell can we just uh credit that maggot with uh saving joe's life i i mean yeah because we don't actually know what he was going to do but yeah the maggot intervened <laughs> and murdered that man yeah um it yeah it's also weird because they're you know our 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 intrepid band of hippies yes the hippies which which is a whole like classification of like you know c-tier characters with the exception of professor jones yes professor jones that's a whole different like adventure series yeah um i loved when they in episode two when they were like don't worry we'll take care of it and then they just were like banging drums and holding signs and the military yep. was like oh my god and like <laughs> lost their minds yep it was good stuff yeah they were helpful oh yeah though. They were. It, it, it's one of those. It's one of those very kind of uh, juxtapositiony type things. It's like, oh, we're we're a bunch of hippies, and we're going to eat mushrooms instead of steak, and which is fine. I'm not. Yeah. You know, I'm not harshing on that. Um, but it's like, oh, and this guy is fantastic at yoga, and this lady, you know, plays the finger symbols really well, or whatever. I can't remember all of them. Um, but we're also a bunch of like badass scientists and we're sitting here doing chemistry and at the same time. And I'm like, this is like, just like a really early version of the short lived NBC series, Misfits of Science, like, <laughs> which might be the deepest cut I've ever done. In this wow. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up though. I think the whole one season they ever had is actually on YouTube. Really? Yep. A very young Courtney Cox was in that show. Oh my God. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's I loved great. That show as a kid. Anywho, um yeah, it just it was it was this odd juxtaposition of like we're a bunch of crazy free thinkers, but we also know our science amazingly well. Yes. Yes. Uh, which is uh, fine. It's Doctor Who. Let's I will run with it. Let's let's do it. Listen, I I uh, oh and the other running bit was was when they got sir when the bird got served food and he's like you're eating fungus and he was like wait what? <laughs> Yes. And then we come back to it where he's like, this is steak. And she's like, no, it's not. It's literally the same thing you ate yesterday cooked differently. Yep. Yep. And he just couldn't believe it. Look, if I've learned anything from watching lots of diners, drive-ins, and dives, there's some good vegan restaurants out there. Oh, yeah. This was clearly one. There's one one here called called, uh, Doomies. Oh, is it still around? Oh, I don't know if it made it in the pandemic. Oh, no, I'm going to check. It's still open. Uh, excellent. Excellent. Love it. Anyway, um, so yeah, the maggots, they're gross and I hate them, um, but they serve their purpose, which they brings do. us to what the, the maggots turn into, and apparently only one of them decided, was like, you know what, I'm going to turn into this giant fly thing. Um, boy, oh boy, I have a question for you. Please. What killed this fly? Was it the um, weight of the of the doctor's coat that murdered it in midair? What okay. exactly right. happened here? Because I, I am confused. Well, 
Um, the way that I rationalize it in my mind, which I get maybe not everybody will, um, but I don't know. Have you ever had like a, a fly in the kitchen and you kind of just you take the dish towel and you just twist it up real tight and you go, I'm going to get yep, this freaking fly. It. And you just whoopsh and you manage to like hit it and stun it. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what happened, but it was with the doctor's coat. So here's my other question. Yes. Why wouldn't they have just waited for them to turn in the flies if it was that much easier to kill them? Um, they probably didn't realize it at the time. Yeah, true. And it was also uh, shooting what apparently was like uh, just it, it didn't it. See, the thing with that was when it was like, I'm going to shoot maggot juice at you or whatever. Um, it didn't like tell me like visually if that was harmful or not. It just got onto the glass and the glass oh, was yes. fine. That's right. So yeah, was it acidic? What was going on anyway? Or just goopy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will say, and please do not get me wrong. I love the effects team on Dr. Who, even when the budget is literally one pound 25. Yeah. Um, but this giant fly looked, it was like a choice. It, it was a choice, and I think the choice was let's let the local uh, high school drama club <laughs> build it out of paper mache. Yeah. <laughs> That's really the vibe I get. Um, but at the same time, it's hilarious. I laughed out loud when I first saw it. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I was like, <clears> oh, boy. It certainly brought me enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> it was something. It was definitely, but that. the sound effects it made when it got covered by the coat, I, I, if it, it sounded like it just crumbled, it would, every bone in its body broke. That's basically it's, what it sounded like. So if you've ever seen something like, you know, attack of the 50 foot woman, um, or the incredible, uh, Oh, what was it? It was on the two, three K. It was one, one where somebody was growing to a ginormous size. Well, the, 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 the human body, can only support itself being so big. There comes a point where like literally the systems start failing because yes. it's just too big. That may also be the case for this ginormous paper mache fly. Oh, it may have just been so big that its own body couldn't support its size. Okay. And maybe that's what made it so easy to kill. Okay. I don't know if using bad, you know, 1950s B movies as, you know, rationalizing points for this works but you know let's run with it i don't i mean listen it'll work for me okay it'll work for me um so we you know we're hanging out with uh with with the oh my goodness uh with the global global chemical company we're hanging out with them we know something's going on that seems rather fishy yep we just aren't completely sure um what the deal is with that um and then, you know, at one point we we get this voice that is just speaking over a speaker and it's like, oh boy, who's it going to be? Uh, who Who is the person behind this? And it, it's actually not, um, not a person. It's the boss computer, the biomorphic organizational, org sensational systems supervisor. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, so... I think this is another thing I'm confused about. I'm not confused about the uh, about boss, you know, mind controlling everybody. Um, I believe what did they call it? Conditioning. Yes. Um, no processing. I'm sorry, not conditioning. Conditioning is no, something okay. I believe much worse. Uh, sorry, everyone. 
Uh, but uh, processing, he's like, oh, did they go through processing? Um, and they kind of just kind of become shells of themselves that just follow whatever boss wants. Yeah, pretty much. Whatever the man wants to do. <laughs> I And I have to admit, the, the voice of boss, at least coming over like the TV with the oscilloscope uh-huh. lines on it, kind of sounded like the master at first. Yeah, so the, I mean, that's where I was kind of like, oh man, who's it going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, oh, it's just, it's just a, com- it's just a computer, which is fine. I mean, I don't really know what I was, what I was expecting. Um, I, I think I'm confused about one thing and maybe I, I just didn't get it. Do we get an origin story or oh, is it just a little bit? I feel like we do. Um, let me see how quickly so it was the brain it was linked to stevens and it's just <clears throat> highly advanced and that's kind of what i gather yes i'm jumping down through the transcript of the episode um to see if there is a a description um my designers also found it amusing i find it suitable blah, blah, blah. i am the only computer ever to be linked to a human brain stevens yes stevens Right. I learned from him that secret of humanity of creativity is inefficiency. Oh, yeah. The human brain is a very poor computer. Um, so, yeah. I mean, he basically admits to being built by right. creators. But I think I think he may have done in his creators because they, they were inefficient. Okay. So, he he basically... Okay. I guess that makes... Because if you remember back to the beginning of the story, you know, one of the things that Stevens is talking about, um, you know, our, our hippie team super force, um, yes, you know, they're like, Oh, wind power, solar power. And, you know, absolutely. I agree with you guys. And Stevens is like, ah, forget it. We've come up with this, this way to, you know, uh, make the processing of our, of our, uh, petroleum far more efficient. Mm. Right. And, and at, at the time it's just, it's, it's just what a dude in a suit says. Okay. Yeah, sure. They're making it more efficient, but now we tie it down here where boss has obviously been controlling him and all he's about is efficiency. Yes. <clears throat> um, yeah, but I, we don't really get more of an origin story for the boss. The boss. So he's ba- basically the just like he's 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 the government, basically. Basically, now it, we were talking about you know Doctor Who spinoffs. We'd like to see. I'd like to see um, a remake of Who's the Boss? Oh, with starring yes, starring the boss. I like it. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Why not, Russell? Call me. Yeah, call, call us. We're, we're full of the ideas. <laughs> We've got a bunch of them. Um, so I also like another thing. Uh, the doctor almost well, he at least confuses boss with that the logic uh, logical yes. paradox, right? Which I believe is called the liar's paradox, uh, probably. Um, and I'm just in the, so. Am I to believe that boss at this point? in the story when it's like he uh, they are about to be uploaded to other places it kind of seems like they are uploading their consciousness maybe into Stevens um, or they're just gaining power at that point they are like out of control kind of just like ho-humming 
like just singing a song. Yeah. Um, is is there um is it just doing it to to humor itself or I almost wonder if was it the gaining like logic puzzle skewed it did more than like, confuse confuse it like that's kind of what I, I was thinking made it go a little crazy yeah I was like is this like a long is this like a long con kind of thing here like what's going on here sort of I think I think he set it up to become less stable and uh, a lot more rambling <laughs> he made he, he basically the doctor made boss less efficient yeah you know what that that makes sense but i kind of wish that was portrayed a little better <laughs> that's fair right yeah um and maybe that's just me i do i do also want to say we haven't really spoken about stevens but uh i thought stevens was fantastic absolutely he's got this very kind of gaunt almost kind of haunting look yes to himself at times um and and so yeah the actor the way that he played stevens is really really good jerome williams yeah he he was great very very cool um very cool and i feel like i'm i'm avoiding talking about this because it was very sad well can i bring one thing up before that yeah just to kind of you know delay the sadness um we i feel like we have to talk about not the doctor in distress but the doctor in disguise oh geez <clears throat> i almost forgot about that thank you for reminding me of course oh my goodness um, because he's got to get back into global chemicals and um decides to pose as the milkman <laughs> and i looked at just how much milk was on that truck and i'm like how much i mean i'm sure he's got other places to go but how much milk does this place need yeah seriously a lot of milk (laughs) um and and he does oh my god he does a great job just you know doing a voice putting on the welsh accent yes oh dude it's it's so good and it's like we could have just left it at that oh yeah you know we could have just left it at that um, because Mike Yates is basically infiltrated, um, so he's he's in like street clothes, and he is he is infiltrated Global Chemicals, and he's trying to like uh, what touch base with the doctor, yes, and coordinate with the doctor, and all of a sudden, as if oh god, as if the milkman costume wasn't great enough, he is now the cleaning lady Doris, yes. Which um, um, what does he say to him? <clears throat> What does he say when he he because he does the whole like get rid of him in the mirror, which I thought oh, was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, basically soaked up the you know the window and has written you know basically get rid of your tail. Yeah, um, and yeah, just so good. And he he yeah he's in oh yeah because uh, Yates goes back to his office to like fetch a briefcase. Yes, this is all great too. I, this whole like them kind of trying to figure out how to get out of uh or how to how to get him if they're trying to get him out of there no he needs to do the research to get to where he needs to go and then the doctor infiltrates uh wearing the mustache which gets stuck to his finger which is also great oh yes um (laughs) but what does he say to the doctor when he sees him in like the um the maid outfit Oh, when he sees when he sees he says clear. something, oh. Oh. and I can't remember what it was, but it was God. just like it was so good. 
it, yeah, there was basically like a, you know, don't say what you're thinking of saying kind of thing. Hang on. Let me, let me search. Oh, I'm, try, I'm trying to find the, uh, <clears throat> the actual, cause I feel like that was episode five, right? I think. What do you, so. he, oh, wait, no, no, no. It's episode four. Okay. What does he say? Uh, he's in another disguise. I don't have, all my notes are incoherent. So, I mean, it just says he's in another disguise. Ha 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 ha. Amazing. So I, I don't know what he said, but it it was great. There were a lot of like very like funny bits in here. I feel like there's at one point where Benton says something and the brig goes, Sergeant Benton, just like he's like, all right, sorry. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's uh, it's um, it's the doctor that says that because Benton is we finally figure out how to kill the maggots. Oh, yes. And he's like, he's like. Come here, little rat. I don't know. He says, like, you know, he's just trying to be funny. And the doctor's like, Sergeant Benton. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Very funny. Very good stuff. Oh, I finally found it. Here it is. Yates goes over to the doctor who's holding a bucket in front of himself. Doctor, in a womanly voice, you say one word. And Yates goes, I like your handbag. I like your handbag, yes. <laughs> and the doctor goes, do you? Well, watch out. I don't slosh you with it. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> There we go. Uh, I knew I'd find it. Yes. So let us move on to to Joe. Joe leaving, ultimately leaving. Um, And we already, you know, we we could see this coming from this season where Joe kind of is like, you know, just kind of not on her own, but you can tell she's not that she doesn't need the doctor, but she's getting to the point where it's just kind of like, I want to go back to Earth. And I mean, the she jumps almost at the first thing, like, oh, there's there's something that I I care about that's happening that, over here. I'm gonna go, knowing yeah. that the doctor still kind of wants to travel around. So she's just kind of on the on the outs already. Um, we see more of her resourcefulness throughout. Of um, course, it, I love that she uh, when when they get caught in like the field of maggots and they're like in a little shack or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that she's like oh man this thing's damaged well i better fix it and i was like oh okay yeah that's awesome i love it mm-hmm. fixed it got help um and i mean you can kind of see that this relationship is forming pretty much from i don't know if the word go but pretty uh, close yeah there were i mean there's the flirting and stuff, but then Joe being horribly clumsy and like really upsetting Professor Jones. Yes. Um, but yes, over the course of the story, you can see that they're kind of like, I don't know, finding each other. Yeah. But it almost seems like him more than her at some points. Cause it's, yeah. he's like, I got to get the, is Joe in there? I got to get the Joe. And it's like, well, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I feel like a lot of that actually feels kind of rushed, like especially at the end where it's just like, hey, we're going to get married. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <clears throat> um. Oh, yeah. She's like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, and, and at the same time, you know, she's she seems happy with it. Yeah. You know, she certainly doesn't seem coerced in anything. But let me ask you a question now, John. Mm. Um, and I understand that we're coming at it from our 21st century sensibilities. Yes. Um, 
we have talked for the past three episodes about just how amazing Joe is, how resourceful Joe is, how out, you know, uh, uh, taking, taking charge of things. Yes. Joe is right. We have tweeted about it. Katie Manning has replied to us about it. You know, it's, 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 it's Joe is a fantastic character. She is absolutely, um, you know, a, a fantastic feminist character for Dr. Who in this era. Um, and, here we kind of get this like let's get married thing kind of sprung on her in her very last minutes yeah does does this lessen her does this lessen her impact in any way because now it's like she's choosing to kind of commit herself to this path in this choice rather than you know say being like no i'm going to strike out on my own and i'm going to you know i'm going to take charge and 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 cliff you're following me and we're going to go on these adventures rather than like she becomes the doctor yeah i mean how often do we see that with companions who kind of you know take on the doctor's qualities you know but i'm I'm trying to figure out if i'm just looking at it from this 21st century perspective of, of like you don't need a husband you know you can <laughs> you don't need your, no man you don't need no man um yeah i mean i get what you're saying but i mean i feel like um i do get what you're saying and i think there's a part of me that's like yeah you're right but also like i feel like she I mean, she was caught off. She was caught off guard by oh, the question, absolutely. but I don't think, I don't think in any moment Joe would have been like, if she didn't think she wanted to, she she would she wouldn't, you know. Okay, I th- I I think that's fair. I think we've seen enough of Joe choosing to say no to certain things. Yeah. That yeah. Okay, I can see that, and I and I feel like I feel like. <clears throat> You know, what I've heard told in stories of like, now whether it's canon or headcanon or <clears throat> whatever, who knows, maybe this big finish series will, you know, put oh, yeah, maybe. to it. But it does sound as though um, she and Cliff go on to have their own adventures. Yeah, it does. I um, mean, and they're already kind of planning yeah. them. Right, exactly. Exactly. So, okay. No, that's fair. I was just kind of curious to get your take on like how that, that proposal telegraphs across. I mean, it was a little like, wait, what? But I mean, do I think it was like needed to, um, to drive the point home that she's leaving? I don't think so. Um, I'll agree with that. But I mean, it, it's, I'm not like the only upsetting thing about it is how upset the doctor is about it. Yeah. And we kind of see him earlier on try to try to um, not separate them. Well, yeah, no, he basically does try to separate them at one point uh, Mm. when before they when they almost kissed that one time. Yes. Um, And, you know, um, I think it's just, you know, that's how the the doctor is. He he's it's like, well, they move they move on and I I move on in my own way. It's they're not they always leave. So yeah, I I feel like in terms of companion departures, I feel like we just feel it a little stronger this time with how. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, I think I wonder if like they got some feedback on like, well, goodbye, doctor, and they just walk away, and they're like, mm-hmm. wait, that's it, I and mean, they're like, no, we got to make it, uh, got to make it sad, got to make yeah, it have more impact because it did, it had a lot of impact. 
It totally did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't say that I've seen every companion departure between the beginning of the show and now, but I would say that by the time Joe leaves, this is probably one of like the most emotional ones. I would, I would also agree with that. Like that was one thing I was thinking. I was like, which, what, what is another one that made me? I mean, all the all the new Who ones for the most mm-hmm. part are super depressing <laughs> and sad because apparently that's what we have to do. Um, <laughs> but this one like rates up there. I feel. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know, got her go getting her adventure on, doing what she what she wants to do. And I mean, it was it felt like it was time, and she knew it was time. She, mm-hmm. But you know, clearly she's still sad because he literally just downs a thing of champagne. Is like, well, I better go drive. Um, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah well, he is an away. alien, folks, so we don't know. Okay. He could be yeah, completely sober. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Um, it rates up there, though, for me, like, with saddest departures. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll agree with that. Because he doesn't say goodbye. Mm-mm. That's the other thing. Neither yeah, one I mean, of them say goodbye. He just leaves. That's true. Which is another, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I, he, and at least, I mean, the, the professor says, I'll take care of her, which is probably, mm-hmm. he's just like, all right, fair enough. Bye, bye without yeah. bye, which was kind of, kind of like, ugh. Anyway, yeah. There you go. Um, we have anything else you want to uh, you want to talk about? I no. I mean, I think we covered all the high points. And, yeah. You know, I know we've been going for a while, so let's uh, push I, some buttons. Yeah. Well, I do actually. I want to have one thing while I was scrolling Ooh. up. I What's did. That? I did love the the uh, sticking out of the chest uh, and being like, "Oh, you have friends in high places, and let me make a call." And <laughs> oh yes, I thought that was great. Yeah, that w- that was good. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's the last thing I, I wanted to just bring up because I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, oh. ne- never good when the prime minister kind of has to put the brig in his place. Y- yep, never yeah. a good thing. Yeah, that's and we're going to talk about the brig after we hit hit this button here. <laughs> I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time Okay, we've um we got some interesting things going on here, and I said we'll yeah. talk about the um talk about the brig here, um but we will also talk about uh, the doctor. I believe he at one point he's just like I have no regard for this gate. I'm just gonna <laughs> back up into into this gate. Um, we also get the doctor. Uh, I believe it was like three on one, and he just completely. Oh, destroys God, these dudes five on one yeah he completely venusian aikido's a bunch of guards i hope you're okay i thought oh i hope i didn't hurt you <laughs> <laughs> okay um what else do we have uh throughout uh, this i mean the everyone's shooting got, guns at maggots yep we got uh, maggot attacks we got a whole lot of blowing stuff up yes we have a couple don't we have a couple of things being blown oh yeah we we're dropping bombs or whatever they are on the maggots as well to try to mm-hmm. blow them up mm-hmm. um yeah the whole dang place goes up at the very end yes um we have the doctor murdering a fly with a coat <laughs> we've got the brig ordering five extra rapid rounds yes to his normal five yes Hmm. Um. 
I'm probably going to go with, if there's not anything else that I can think of, and I can't. I can remember. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a five and a half for okay. the explosions. I'm, I'm honestly, you know, I, I think I've got it a little bit closer to six and a half. Okay. I think that's fine. Um, you know, just, I feel like there was enough action. It's not like all the action, like we've got some stories where like all the action happens like way toward the end. Yeah. And everything else is like really slow. There's a good kind of like, you know, spread of action across all six episodes. Yes. Um, and while that's not necessarily like a big impact on the score, we're actually looking at the action itself. The fact that, you know, there was some in every episode. Yeah. I think kind of just gives it a, a greater balance. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. 100% agree. All right. So five and a half, six and a half. That feels about right. All mm. right. Um, I am interested to see what's behind this couch and I hope it's not more maggots. Oh God. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the <laughs> Well, like the last episode, I don't really think it's all that scary. Right. It's just gross. Well, yes. Now, <laughs> there is a level at which if you have, say, a child who is easily squicked out, or if you yourself are easily squicked out, um, there may be some parts of this episode that are just kind of, you're, they're going to make you squirm. Yes. Um, but, you know, looking at them, you can tell at times, okay, this is, this is a hand puppet. This is kind of cute. Yeah. Um, not that I think we should be making, you know, plush green death maggots. No. Uh, for sale or anything. No. Um, you know, but between that and um, the fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and an overabundance of CSO and like really not good CSO. Yeah. There, there, were, there were moments that some of this made Underworld look good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's saying something. Oh, yeah. um, it, 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 again, it's, it's those little elements that kind of like allow you to take that mental step back and go, Oh yeah, I'm just watching a show. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I, I put it on a scale of like bad CSO to like seeing Blair Witch in the theaters and you're so drawn into it that you forget that you're in a theater. Yeah. And you get the crap freaked out of you. Um, and then you don't go camping for a year. Um, oh, wow. Uh. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, so again, not horribly scary. Little squicky. Uh, definitely tense uh-huh. at times. Yeah. Um, emotional, certainly with Joe's departure. Um, but at the same time, it's. I love looking at the Green Death. You know, almost fifty years after originally aired, because a lot of the ethical stuff that comes up, a lot of the the environmental. Um, issues that come up are still 100% relevant. Yeah. Today. Um, hopefully, we don't have a crazy boss like computer out there, although I'm not joking. Chat GBD kind of seems like it could be like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, but it this may be a story that actually brings up some good discussions to have with the youth in your family of like, Hey, how are we treating our planet? You know, look at what they were talking about 50 years ago. Yeah. And look at what we're dealing with today. Yep. Yeah. 
Yikes. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Yeah. All right. So uh, we have one more episode before we um, we are at Gallifrey. Yeah. And uh, Taylor, it's it's your your choice. So uh, what are we doing? Uh, we're actually going to get modern, and we are going to knock out Aliens of London and World War Three. Yes. Uh, starring Christopher Eccleston as the Doctor, Billy Piper as Rose. Uh, both of them written by RTD the first, yeah, and directed by Keith Boak. All right. Um, I honestly I picked these because for some reason every time I go, ah, oh, we should do a we should do a modern Who ones. For some reason, Boom Down comes into my head. I don't know why. Huh. Um, and I went to go put that down, but it involves one of the Slytheme characters who's introduced in Aliens of London in World War Three, And I was kind of like, oh, maybe we should do those first. And I'm like, well, but we've only got one episode before Gallifrey 1. That's why I messaged you earlier. I was like, hey, how would you feel about doing a two-parter? Ah, uh, yes. And I was like, eh, it's better than six. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so there you go. And then certainly after Gallifrey 1, we'll get M.A. Soko, and we'll get Mike to... Uh, give us yes you know our 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 weird you know host galley yeah host galley episode yeah we're gonna see mike this year i'm excited i'm excited yeah Yeah. it's been a few years since i've seen him so looking forward to that all right so that's what we're gonna be doing next time but until then you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at the podcastica you can follow me on twitter at jp thrice and you can follow taylor on twitter at busbuddha 71 Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Um, I don't know what's going on with the weather, but if you need new clothing, shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G is where you can get all of your N-O-T-L-G gear at. Yep. And then uh, if you just want to donate to us monetarily, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Um, yeah, anything anything you want to do to support the show would be great. Um, keep on supporting your local shops um, because you should. Um, and yeah, any way you can. That's all I got. I've been up for, well, probably not as long as you've been up, but I woke up early. <laughs> I, woke, I woke up pretty early today to make sure i met met some work deadlines so yeah i get it it's it has been a long day yes and i am probably not going to be awake much longer and that's okay fair enough i'm running on empty just like that uh is that a J- jackson brown oh i think so running on empty yep. yeah yeah that's what's happening over here but uh don't worry folks we'll we'll be refueled and ready to go when we review aliens of london and World War Three, and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. What, what happened? I didn't. I didn't update. It still said Planet of Daleks. Oh, it did. Oh, geez. I, I, I did it at the top, but I didn't. Didn't do it the next one down. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh boy. Oh well.